0: hello everyone it is a little bit surreal sitting here and recording this recording anything really um, a year ago I embarked on my healing journey and when I felt like I was ready I went on a podcast called the coffee breakup a few weeks ago I shared my story and I talked about what I went through how I got through it and basically all the things that I've learned and and the result of that was an incredible outpour of love and messages from people that i I've never met, and I could have never expected that level of i guess empathy and attention and it was just such an incredible experience. Uh I still get messages, obviously because it's really it hasn't been long since that podcast was released, but I just want to say, if you've reached out to me, if you heard the podcast, if you relate to the podcast, I want to say thank you so much. I can't possibly explain or like justify or even like put into words my gratitude, um, but I am so grateful and I feel so, so, so happy that so many people you know, related and then took the information and then applied it to their situation. I think healing is such a huge part of our lives. We have to go through the things that we go through in order to learn and to grow and to evolve. But a big part of that is feeling really lonely. So if you heard my story and you felt a little less lonely then I did my job, you know, I did what I set uh, out to do. One of the things that I kept hearing when I, when the podcast was released, one of the messages that I got over and over and over again was to start my own podcast. And the irony of that is a year ago, like in November, so like less than a year, I was feeling really, really broken and I had no idea how to work through my Experience and the heartbreak that I was going through at the time. Um, but something called to me to like record. So I went to Guitar Center. Which one was the last time you went to a guitar center? Oh, my God. <laughs> I went to Guitar Center and I spent an obscene amount of money on a podcast setup. I thought maybe I can just start, you know, journaling my experience via podcasting and so I bought all this stuff and I sat down to record but I was so broken at the time that I didn't even know how to get through two minutes of talking without absolutely sobbing so then I thought nobody's gonna listen to a podcast where the girl is just like crying into the microphone for 30 fucking minutes so I was like, you know what? This isn't for me. Like, I'm just not meant to do this. You know, nobody's going to listen to this. So I've actually had this sitting in my room collecting dust since then. And I feel like I have gone through an incredible and really surreal full circle moment because I have been asked over and over again to maybe start my own show. To start my own show, people want to hear more and and i think people also want like a sequel like a follow-up of what happened after the podcast was released but all that to say that i think all of us have a journey and all of us have almost like a fate written for us and it feels a bit fateful to be here right now doing this at the request of so many people when i've had this sitting in my room for like a year And it's just wild to me. And I think that's why I believe so heavily in like spiritual alignment and manifestation. Because you, the world has such a weird way of kind of putting things in full circle. And this just feels like one of them. So without further ado, welcome to Let's Have a Moment. I'm your host, Alex. And let's get into the show. So... The result of the podcast was a ton of uh, messages in my Instagram, people kind of explaining their dilemmas to me, and I figured what a great way to, I guess, launch the show is just kind of read what other people are going through and give my advice. So let's get into the first dilemma. My husband is currently in another country working, and he's trying to bring us there to him, but our visas declined because he was not earning enough. At least that's what he says. So I have been having some doubts because he suddenly doesn't want a video call me and my son anymore and only messages me once a day. I then asked his colleague, hi, do you know, I'm not going to say the name, he said yes and I asked, is he single? And he said, yes, he's single. He told me he's single. I pretended I didn't know my husband just so I could find out his relationship status overseas. Turns out he's telling everyone he's single. So I know he's been lying to me. We have a child together and I am dependent on him. I am so hurt and betrayed. Can you please help me or tell me what you think I should do, please? I watched your podcast on your extremely hard breakup and I would really like some advice on how to move on. He clearly has moved on. He blocked me and he's ignoring me and he is in the wrong, but I am finding it very hard. I am so sorry. I have so much empathy for this situation, especially because there's a child involved and I... Cannot imagine how hard it is. I feel like if I were in your position, I would feel so out of control because he's overseas. Like you don't know where he is. You don't know who he's with. And that's, I can imagine a very difficult thing. I'm so, so, so sorry. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to take his actions at face value. This is not a man who is even willing to give you the slightest respect And tell you what he's doing. It is easier for him to run away from you. The responsibilities he has with you. Than it is to confront you and just be honest. And this is such a common theme for men. Who check out of a relationship. And go off and do their own thing. In the blink of an eye. It's such a common experience. And the reason I mention that to you. Is because it can feel really lonely. What you're going through can feel extremely lonely. Especially because almost overnight you are a single parent and i can only imagine but this is such a common experience and here's how we're going to get through it the fact that he blocked you is indicative that he is not willing to answer your questions and he's not willing to give you any sort of clarity to move on since you are dependent on him i would in your shoes build a plan to make my exit i think what you need to focus on right now is how you're going to get your money right so that you can support yourself and this child your child at the end of the day this is not somebody who is going to even help you in the slightest and unfortunately it does feel like there's somebody else in the picture and i know that that's really hard to hear but it's not personal it is not personal this is not a man this is a coward With you, he has to be a husband. With you, he has to be a father. And he has to show up in that way because that is his responsibility to you and your child. With this new girl, this random girl, or whatever he's doing over there, he can show up however he wants, which he wants to do. He wants to show up and be el papi and show up and be this, that, the other because that is is what is important to him. And it's wildly unfortunate, but it is a favor to you because you don't want a husband like that. You don't. I would not push further at this time. Like I said, I think right now, you should not push forward for more information. You should make a plan to be completely independent from him. I would reach out to family. I would reach out to friends. I would maybe get another job, but he's made his decision. He has made his decision and now you need to put yourself first and your son because if you don't, you're going to be at the disposal of a man that does not respect you and that is not worth sticking around for whatever benefit he can possibly give you. I would not be surprised if this was some sort of grand plan of his because these men are, men that do this are not well. Like they're not well and I know that I'm not, you know, obviously I'm I'm not a, a doctor or anything, but this goes to show me that this is somebody that has had ulterior motives from the jump. He doesn't want you over there. He doesn't want you over there. He wants to start over in his own way by telling people that he's single and he's has this, that, the other, whatever. Your focus should be yourself, your child, and how you're going to get out of this situation when he does come back which he will keep it about your child if you have honestly made the decision to leave him and let him do whatever the hell he's doing over there make that your decision and any interaction you have from that point forward is strictly about the child that you both share i think it's going to be a difficult boundary to set but it is possible if I were you though, before I were before I do all of that, I think you really need to sit with yourself and ask yourself like if you're genuinely ready to let this man go because he is going to come back. They do come back, I can guarantee it, especially when you commit to not speaking with them ever again and you finally put your foot down and you're not going to entertain his bullshit anymore. They do come back and when they do come back they manipulate you. I'm so sorry I didn't mean it. She didn't mean anything to me. Nothing happened. I was just lost. I needed some space. I want to see the bo- I want to see my son. I want to see you. He's going to come back and 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 put all his effort into manipulating you. The reason he has blocked you is to keep you from gaining any information. That is so when he does come back You have nothing to use against him because you don't know anything. This is a very common manipulative tactic that men like this do. They always do this. They always leave you with as little information as possible so that if things go wrong with whatever they're doing, you have no leg to stand on. But the good thing is, is that you don't need a leg to stand on. He is disrespecting you. He is abandoning abandoning you. He is deceiving you, he is betraying you. That is enough of a platform right then and there to make a decision on leaving him and 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 completely removing any romantic connection that you may have with him. Because unfortunately, a man that leaves once is a man that will leave again. Okay? And you have to now think about yourself and the well-being of your mind and your spirit because you have a child. That's the responsibility that we have as mothers. When we become a mom, we have to not only think about ourselves, but we have to think about ourselves and how it affects our child. So unfortunately, you are thinking for two people. And I know that that's really hard because it's hard enough thinking about yourself, but that is your superpower, Allow your son to be the reason why you cannot tolerate this because you wouldn't want your son in the same position. You wouldn't want your son being married to a woman that takes advantage of him, deceives him, betrays him. That would be my motivation. But I'm not a mom, so I can't really um, put too much emphasis on that. I think what you need to do is decide, are you going to leave him? Are you going to be done with this? Are you going to say, this is not what I deserve? Because if that's the case, then you can move forward, make a plan, and make your exit. You got this. I believe you. I believe that you can do this. I'm so sorry you're going through this, but it is a temporary pain for a long-term gain. I'm going to read a quote, and this is what it says. In retrospect, I can see you gave me very little, and I tried to build an entire future with it. You must understand I have never been remembered like that before, with purpose, without begging for it. I took what I was offered and I ran. And I think that's the situation. I think that you, I think that this man has always given you not enough, but you loved him and you wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And you wanted to believe that your relationship was as profound for him as it was for you. But that wasn't the case. And now he's out of your life. And now you can start over. And now you can actually build a future with somebody with this experience in your back pocket. Oh my God, that was a heavy one. Now we're getting into our second dilemma. Good morning, I hope you read this, but how did you walk away? I saw you on the podcast and unfortunately, my husband of six years cheated and moved in with his new person. I feel defeated and lost. This is unfortunately like the blueprint the blueprint for so many men and women that cheat and walk away and like leave people broken picking up the pieces and while I'm so sorry that this happened to you this is such a wonderful opportunity for you to really heal and put your foot down and not allow or tolerate any kind of disrespect like this in the future I see this all the time. Like, I see this all the time. I've experienced this. I've been on this side of things. My ex literally a month later got into the relationship he's in now. After our six-year relationship ended. It is a very, very, like, common theme. (laughs) And in the moment, it feels so devastating. Like, how is it that you've left me so broken, picking up the pieces of a life that you shattered. Meanwhile, you're all hunky-dory, moving in with this other girl, being taken care of, looking all happy, traveling, going out to restaurants, this, that, the other. And you're sitting there in your empty fucking living room and you're thinking, where is the justice? Like, where is the justice? Why is it that this man can break up my life, my family, my heart, everything, and be so fine and moving in with the other girl. Like, did did my relationship with him not mean anything? That is where your headspace sits, and it's very normal, and it's a very um, it's a very human thing to feel. Because the reality is, is as much as I can sit here and say like he didn't deserve you, la 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 la. What you're feeling, the pain that you're feeling, is so natural to the circumstance, but it is a, it is temporary it is temporary. Let me tell you something about a man that moves on like that. Well, first let me let me explain to you how we view love, right? Those of us that are empathetic, those of us that like really participate heavily in our personal relationships with you know the men that we love or the women that we love and for us love is like an added bonus to our life. Like we we love love because it comes into our life almost like when we least expect it and it flourishes into something so impactful and like profound for us because that's what love is to us we love deeply so we experience love deeply for men like this for people that do this they view love in survival mode like, they don't view love the way that we do. For them, love is about survival. If I don't have anybody standing next to me and sh- showering me with love, I will crumble. I will literally fall and collapse inward on myself. Because most people that move on the way that your your ex has moved on, the way that he's moving in with this new girl and you kind of didn't see this coming and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on? For him... He needs, he needs to participate in that relationship. He needs to because if he doesn't, he's left standing alone. And if he's left standing alone, there is nothing to distract him from everything that he is running from. That man knows what he did to you. That man knows what he did to the woman before you and the woman before that. But they are not viewing love as an added bonus into their life. They're viewing love as a way to survive and knowing that you can then look at your situation and not take it so fucking personal because the way that you're looking at it now is you're kind of like did my relationship not mean anything to you did I not mean anything to you what did these last four or five years mean to mean to you clearly nothing if you're able to just jump into something else so quickly but that right there while it's very natural and it's such a like integral part of your healing, that is you sitting in the mentality that you are a victim of this circumstance, that you are the problem, that you are the reason that he is not in love with you. When the reality is, is that people like that do not know how to love. They don't know how to do it. And they certainly don't know how to do it in the way that you do. And when you can kind of understand that, It'll get to a point in your healing journey because this is still very fresh. So I don't want you to like try and like adopt this mentality so quickly. This will come to you naturally. you got to give it time. But eventually when you can recognize that belief system and apply it to your circumstance, you will learn not to take it so personal. That man is just trying to survive because he cannot be alone. And unfortunately... That woman that thinks that she got her dream man, that thinks that everything is all hunky-dory, is simply a placeholder for the pain that he is trying to avoid. Period, point blank. The only thing that separates you and the new woman is time. Because men like that don't change. A person that changes is a person that can sit in their grief learn from it, apply change, apply knowledge, take accountability and responsibility. Not somebody that's trying to play house with some random girl that he knows nothing about. So as difficult as it is for you to understand that now, as difficult as it is to experience the pain that you're like moving through right now, in the back of your mind, have a part of it believe that not only are you going to get past this, But that that is not a real relationship. That is not a relationship that formed organically. That formed from a place of peace. That formed from a place of growth. And eventually you will have empathy for him and this woman. You will. Maybe not now, but eventually you will. What you need to do right now is let that man go. There is nothing else to talk about. There's no clarity left to be had. There's no closure left to be had. That is it. He's made his decision. And the consequence of that decision is to not have any access to you whatsoever. Period point blank. Whenever you see whenever you see like a man moving forward really really quickly like seemingly out of nowhere always understand that the core of all that is pain that is all pain that that man is experiencing and running away from i always hear this quote or like i always see this like common theme online of a man will change for the right woman you know who made that quote up a fucking piece of shit That's who made that quote up. That is a man that made that quote up because he's trying to convince himself that he's not as bad as he thinks he is. He just hasn't met the right one. Because let me tell you something, nobody changes for somebody else for the right reasons. If you are changing yourself for somebody else, you are not founded or grounded or tethered to real, real change. It is simply temporary Any man that changes his ways for the new woman is changing temporarily. That's it. It's not sustainable. You cannot change fundamentally the things about you that you need to change without accountability, without responsibility. When you see your man or your ex, for example, moving on that quickly, It's just because he needs to convince somebody else that he's not as bad as he knows he is. They know what they did to you. They know what they did to you. They know that they cheated on you, deceived you, lied to you, broke your heart, disrespected you, led you on. They know that they did all of that. So when they look at you, they're constantly reminded of how bad they did you. So they need to get another girl that seemingly knows nothing about his past so that he can then play house and play the good guy. Because I can't be that bad. She thinks I'm amazing. Look at everything I'm doing for her. That's why you always see the your ex like doing all the things that he said he would do with you. With the new girl. And you're kind of like, what the fuck? You never did that for me, but now you're doing it for her. It's because he's trying to sell this girl on a dream. But that is not sustainable. Because he's not doing it for the right reasons. So... You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to look at these situations and as much as they pain you, you have to remind yourself that it is not personal. These men are just trying to survive and they want these new women to believe that they are Prince Charming because if these new women believe that they're Prince Charming, then they also believe that they are Prince Charming and they're not that bad because nobody likes feeling like the bad guy nobody does so again what separates you and the new woman is time that is not change that is sustainable so I'm sorry that you're going through this but it is a temporary pain and he is doing you a favor because for me at least for me the more my ex disrespected me the further and further and further it pushed me away like I got a message and it was Basically asking me like, how did you move on? Like, how did you, how did you do it? How did you let go of your ex? Did you not have any doubts? And the simple answer is I had no choice. I had no choice but to move on because I wasn't going to sit in my room crying every day. I was tired. I was tired of crying. My face hurt. My skin hurt. Like everything about me hurt and I was sick of it. And I had no choice because I'm what I was not going to do was continuously cry over a man that looked, uh, at least on social media, like he was living his best life. He wasn't in the bed crying for me. He wasn't. He was selling some girl on a dream that he was the man she has been waiting her whole life for. So you know what I did? I said, enough is enough. I got up and I pushed through every single day. And when I felt like crying, I cried. But then I reminded myself... It's temporary. And that is my advice to you. Whenever you feel like you are broken, let that pain wash over you. Feel that pain. But then at the end, remind yourself that it is temporary. And you're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. And that injustice that you feel of like, how is this person so okay and moving on and I'm here trying to recover and I'm broken and I'm bruised and I have nothing left for me that injustice that you feel it is just in the moment but as you grow and as you heal you will you will know that the justice was you having to walk away the justice is no longer having that man in your life that's the justice that's what that is that 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 revenge that you're looking for, the lack of peace that you feel that you want him to feel as well. He feels every day. He feels it every day, which is why he needs somebody next to him, which is why he needs somebody pouring into his cup because he's empty. He is empty. And the reason I say that the only thing that separates you and the new woman is time is because these men are a lot of things. But what they are the most is predictable. And unfortunately for that new woman, he will get bored of her. He will get bored of her because he wasn't organically attracted to her in the first place. He just swung and hung on to her because she was available. She was there. She was, she was standing right there. It could have been her. It could have been another one. It could have been another one. It could have been anybody. And he will get bored of her. And unfortunately, he will do to her what he did to you. Because people like that don't change. Because like I just said, you cannot change if you don't take accountability. You cannot change if you are not acknowledging who and what you are at your core and how you can make yourself better. But you, you can make yourself better. You can learn from this situation. You can put this past you and grow from it. I always say the best way to get over somebody is no contact. There's nothing else for you to talk about with that man. There's nothing else. So block him and move on. I'm going to read this quote to you because I think that you need to hear it. And here here it is. I used to hope karma would get you in your sleep. Now I just prioritize my peace. I think that's what you need to do. Prioritize your peace. Focus on you. You deserve to live a big life but don't go back. You have nothing else to talk about him with. I would sack him off, done, 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 moving on, okay? You got this, I believe in you. Thank you so much for submitting. This kind of leads me into my closing topic because I was reading something this weekend that just really reminded me of my past and what I went through so many women have this like huge pain and sore like in their heart because most of us have a man that we kind of just like starved with and had nothing with and then you see him give the next woman everything that you wanted and you're kind of like what the fuck like I was with you when you had nothing and then when you started gaining all this stuff you replaced me and this is a very very like i see this all the time and, and and it's so funny because you kind of always believe that your experiences are like your own and like nobody else is really related to your experience and you you don't really assume that people know exactly what you're going through and exactly uh, and feel exactly what you feel but that is like a universal experience for many women many women and i just want to say that a man will starve with you be homeless with you just to share a meal in a mansion with another fucking woman and i think that's why now moving through my dating experience like i i cannot i cannot build another man like i just can't do it for one, the pain of what I went through when I did that was like way too much. And this is why I always say like this whole ride or die mentality is, is not it. It is not it. There are very real conditions to a relationship. And I will be damned if you believe that me riding and dying with you means that you can disrespect me, cheat on me, and basically not have any ambition and think I'm going to stand by your side. Because it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And what you can do to avoid that moving forward. You can't change your past, right? You can't change the fact that you build your ex and then here he is giving it to somebody else, blah, blah, blah. You can't change that. Out of your control and good for it. You do not need that in your life and you don't need to reanalyze that further. Relinquish that, let it go, nothing to do with you. However, moving forward, Keep your boundaries strong and keep your standards stronger because you can meet a man that has it all. You really, really can. So, when you settle for somebody that seemingly doesn't have it all figured out, you're repeating that pattern. The reason why men do that, where they'll leave you because now they have it all, is because you were okay with the standard of that relationship. So now while he seemingly has everything he's ever wanted, he looks at you and it's a constant reminder that you know where he came from. So now he'll replace you with a woman that doesn't know where he came from. And in her mind, this is the man that has had it all forever and ever, and he's perfect. And men that have very broken structures of morality will always value that more than valuing a woman that stood by his side and built him up. In a sense, a man like that leaving you is a favor. It really, really is, even though it hurts you a lot. It is a favor to you because you don't want to be with somebody that places so much value on something so frivolous, something that has no real weight in the real world. I would rather be with somebody that I know loves me and I love them and we've come up from nothing and here we are, we've built an entire life together. But a weak man needs a woman that believes that he is the cream of the crop and like level 10. And even though you believe that because you love him, when he looks at you, he is reminded that he wasn't always that person. And it is important for him to be surrounded by people that believe that he is those things and he's always been those things he wants to sell a facade and that is a level of ego that you will never be able to compete with and it is men like that that will never truly be happy they'll always be chasing something else the grass will always be greener somewhere else nothing will ever be enough which is why he left you which is why he completely removed you out of his life when he seemingly had everything. I always say that when you learn to not take things personal, you become like the best version of yourself. When you are faced with rejection, you don't take it personal. When you're faced with betrayal, you don't take it personal. When you're faced with lies, you don't take it personal because at the end of the day, people are just trying their best And for a man to have left you when he seemingly has it all, in his little, little mind, that to him is his best decision moving forward. And as much as it pains you, you can recognize that as somebody that is placing value on something that does not matter. And you don't want somebody like that in your life anyway. That concludes the very first episode of Let's Have a Moment. I hope that I did not disappoint. This was a lot of pressure to live up to. I want to close this episode with a book that I'm currently reading that I actually really, really like. Um, It's about this uh, woman who over the course of 10 years interviewed about a thousand men and basically had them kind of talk about what makes them fall in love what makes them not want to call a woman back and the reason i'm reading this is specifically for the podcast it's a very like analytical book but it's also really well written and i really like it it's called have him at hello um i i that's my current read right now, and I actually really like it. I also want to recommend a song to you guys that I used to hear pretty regularly, like in my healing journey, and it is the song "To Me" by Alina Baraz. It's an amazing song, and it's like it's incredible. Sometimes when we face, when sometimes when we face rejection, we oftentimes like turn inward and we think that we're the problem, but really we're just asking the wrong person. Something to think about. If you guys want to submit to the podcast, you can submit through my Instagram, which I'll have below in the description, or you can email the podcast directly. It is lhampod at gmail.com, L-H-A-M-P-O-D at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, I hope I did not disappoint. I look forward to sitting down every week and recording an episode for you guys. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much.